welcome to Relaxed Mel, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destiny. Hey man, hello and welcome to the Relaxed Male Podcast. I am Brian. I am an outdoor men's life and mindset coach. This is a podcast that helps change the mindset of men and shows them that they're capable of achieving anything they set their minds to. I want to help these men see that their dreams are still waiting to be picked up and pursued. You can change how you look at anxiety and the stresses that you feel. Your happiness is in your hands. So today, I wanted to talk about self-reliance. How do you be more self-reliant? And why be self-reliant? And there's a lot, a lot to that. Uh, so we're going to jump into it real quick, and uh, and let's 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 talk this over. So, what is self-reliance? Uh, Google's uh, definition that pops up says that it's, uh, self-reliance is the ability to rely upon yourself and your own powers and your own abilities, which basically means a lot like um, a two-year-old, <laughs> to look at it that way. If you're, you ever know a two-year-old, what is the first thing they say? I can do it. I can do it. They want to be self-reliant. They want to do it themselves. They want to do it. They, yeah, they screw up. They have no problem with screwing up. And so they, 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 so they want to be able to do it themselves. They, that's the only way you can actually learn. So, uh, and like a two-year-old, not saying that you are, but you know, like a two-year-old, you can be self-reliant. You can go through, you can have that whole mindset of I can do it. And a lot of people these days, and I'm for one also, uh, have lost our ability to be as self-reliant as we need to. Um, my wife, if my wife was to leave me today, it would take me a while to figure out uh, uh, all the bills. Uh, anytime I have to look at something and I'm needing fi- uh, financial information, I have to go to the wife. How much is this? How much is that? How much do we normally pay for electricity? What's our average for water? You know, these th- types of questions. So if I, w- I would have to become a lot more self-reliant on my own knowledge of my own finances to be able to do, uh, to become completely self-reliant. And there's a lot uh, being able to keep, my wife does a great job of keeping track of my stuff because I'm, you know, I'm about as scatterbrained as it can come. So there's ways that you can become more self-reliant. These are things that I, I've applied whenever I realized I was very becoming very dependent upon my wife, which isn't any good. You don't want to be dependent. You want to, because it's, well, let, let me step back. You don't want to be 100% dependent upon another person. Now, when you're married, yeah, you want to be able to depend that that person's going to be there. And part of the fact that you they you love them and they love you and you're as a team, you can depend on them to to do certain things. But to 
rely solely on them to do something isn't any good either because what happens is that creates animosity. They want to know that they're doing it out of love, not out of requirement. If they're all of a sudden required to have to do the uh, take out the trash because they know you're never going to take out the trash, then guess what? There's going to be a lot of there's going to be some some resentment building of why do I have to take out the trash and I, and I, the reason that I know this is because I from time to time get slightly ticked off that I'm the one doing all the laundry. If I'm out for a week, I come back, nothing's changed in the laundry yet. And for the longest time, that really bugged me. But like I said last uh, last week when uh, we're talking about whether or not you deserve to be happy. I had changed. I've changed my mind. I changed how I view that. But a lot of people will have the issues of when they're re- being required to do something. There's going to be some animosities, some resentment, some anger that that comes along with that because they're thinking that they're being required to do something. When why can't you get off your own lazy butt and go and do something? do whatever the task is they're being required to do. So relying on other people is never a good thing. And then on top of that, if they don't, if you're expecting, like, again, let's uh, use common uh, marital issues. If you're expecting supper to be cooked every day and on the table or almost on the table or cooking, at least have a, a warm meal cooked for you every evening when you get home and it doesn't happen, well, you are relying on somebody else and they're letting you down. So that's all of a sudden you're developing this, this thought loop error of she doesn't love me. She doesn't care about me. She's not doing, she's not making supper for me. Like, like she knows I like to have when the fact is, is that the problem uh, with that whole equation is the fact that you are actually relying on her to actually cook supper. You could actually cook supper and there not be anything wrong with it. So how do you become more self-reliant. So you you realized where you're that you're relying way too much on other people and so how do you actually become self-reliant? How do you become a more manlier man for your wife or you become a more independent woman if because the, there are some ladies who listen to the show. So how do you become a more depend uh, self-reliant woman? You become a strong in the eyes of of the men in your life, you actually become a more, uh, a stronger woman where, you know, we all through 2019, we were, we had, uh, strong women beat over our head and completely missed what being a strong woman was. A strong woman is being a woman who is very self-reliant. She doesn't rely on other people. She can get, she can go out and she can bring home the bacon just as well as, as a man can. She can also she can also cook and clean, just like a man can. She is very self reliant. She is very uh, she re- she can rely on herself, and it is a pleasure and a display of affection and respect when the other person comes in and does that task you can do. You change your whole mindset. You have a more abundant mindset when you are uh, self reliant. So the first way to become more self-reliant is first off, don't wait for somebody else to do stuff for you. If you see that there is a sock in the middle of the floor, then pick it up. If you see that there is uh, 
something uh, a problem coming over the over the uh, the horizon, then you take actions to start correcting that problem. If you see that we're not going to have enough money for a for a car, uh, for say car tires, then you know what you have to do. So make the needed adjustments to have the money set up. So when that tire does hit the point where you have to have to buy a new one, you can. You can do that easily by knowing that tires you normally will last you, say, I don't know, a year and a half. So after a year and a half, you're going to need to buy a new tire. So you can say, you know, tires are going to cost you 150 or 120, 100 to $150 if you're on the low end, even or on up. And so you know that if you set aside $10 every, uh, every pay period, by the time that tire needs to be replaced, you're going to have plenty of money available in an envelope waiting to go to a new tire. Don't wait. Don't sit around and wait, think somebody else is going to do it. There's that, uh, old adage, uh, used to be somebody's, uh, there was a, set of chickens or whatever. I, I don't remember what it is. Anyhow, never mind. Skip that because <laughs> I can't remember. Anyhow, if you're waiting for someone to do it, nobody will end up picking it up, doing it. And then everybody will be mad at each other. Another one is, and this one for married people is just, uh, is aggravating. And that is because we, we make jokes about, about it all the time, but in all reality, it is your wife wanting you to call the shots. The chances where you, dude, you you actually get to make a choice in the thing. And a lot of times when it comes to that, we just blow it. But it is make a decision. As the old adage goes, poop and get off the pot, man, because you have to make a decision. If you're sitting there hemming and hawing and waiting, hoping that somebody else is going to make a decision, there's going to be a lot of problems come up. That's A lot of times that's how that the responsibility being a bull adage comes into play. You, eh, well, I'm hoping someone else is going to cover this for me. Well, while you're waiting for it, the bulls come along, come up behind you, ran your butt over and you're, you're worse off than what you were before. If you would have just decided to go left or right, do you want eggs and bacon or just eggs and spam? And you know, you can make a decision, even though you don't like spam, you can, you can be you can make a decision. When you do, that actually creates a, a an element of self reliance. You're going, you're relying on yourself to make a decision. You don't have to have the wife to make a decision. You can make the decision if needed. Now there are some things, you know, that are major. Say you want to buy a car, you want to make sure you incorporate the wife into that decision because she's one going to have uh, have her own line of views, and y'all can, you know, these the major points. Are uh, are needed to uh, have both of y'all. You can make, but when it comes to those major decisions, you sitting there going, I don't care, whatever you want, is not what the wife wants to hear. Make a decision. Yeah, let's buy the car. No, let's not buy that car. It's it's. I'm not liking the the number of miles that it's got on her. You make a decision, and she makes a decision, and y'all can then work out, well, this is the type of car, this is not the type of car that we want to have, and you can go from there. But a lot of times when you're asked questions, that's because the wife wants you to make a choice. Going to eat out, going out to eat. Where do you want to eat? Oh, I don't care. Where do you want to eat? No, don't play that game. 
you're one, she's not going to make a decision. Two, you're not going to make a decision. So you want to really want to turn the wife on, then decide. The reason why both folks are hold off on stuff like that is because they think, well, she's not going to like where I want to eat. You're right. She may not. But then again, she just may. There's been a couple times where my wife has surprised the heck out of me. She cannot stand Carl's Jr. hamburgers. But I just, oh, I just love them. They're just, I don't know what it is. I think they sprinkle just a little bit of cocaine on there. But I can't tell for sure. But it's just, you know, just something delicious about these hamburgers. And just, they're, you know, you, I, I like to eat them. They're expensive. But I, I do like to eat them. But the wife, she's just not a big fan of them. And so because of that, a lot of times she'll say, I don't care. I don't say Carl's Jr. It doesn't even come up in the uh, in the choices because we. I know she doesn't like it. So I'll settle for something that's almost as good like a Sonic hamburger, you know, a supersonic cheeseburger. His, his bacon cheeseburger is even better. But... But uh, not quite as good as as a as a Carl's Jr. El Diablo if they, when they have those on on the menu. Another way is to accept responsibility. If you're going to be self reliant, guess what? You're going to screw up sometime, and you're going to end up having someone going, "Who's responsible for this mess?" And you go, "I am." If you say that, one, you're not going to be quite uh, viewed nearly as, as as horribly as you think you are. But also, I am, and I'm correcting that uh, that problem right then. You've done several of the previous things. You've decided, you made a decision. You've noticed what was happening. So you took action. You didn't wait for, for things to get worse. You saw that there was a problem coming on. So you took action. You actually made a decision, and you were correcting the problem. Doing that, you've actually incorporated all three, except responsibility. And if there's any key point, the biggest one on being self-reliant, it is accept responsibility for all everything that happens. A lot of people choose not to accept responsibility. Somebody uh, dropped the uh, dropped the ball on the uh, on on a on a major account to to use an, as an example. Well, what? Whose responsibility is the was that account? Well, there's you, we all know that one person goes. Well, it wasn't my fault. I got all my stuff done. It's so and so. He he wasn't doing any of his stuff. I kept telling him he needed to do his stuff. Laying the blame on somebody else isn't being self reliant. You're you're taking your responsibilities and giving them to somebody else. A lot of times, even if you are not in the head of the of the uh, of the project. If there are times that you you made a decision, you made a wrong call or whatever, and you if you take the responsibility for it, people are going to look at you and be a lot uh, and be a lot more forgiving, a lot more accepting by following falling onto your own onto your sword because you made a mistake, you owned your dirt, so to speak. A great example of this is um, in. Uh, you know, just last week, actually, I was hauling a a load of sheetrock, and as I was uh, heading up, I was going into a headwind, and I didn't have the straps on my top uh, on my uh, on the top load put in the right spot, and the and I didn't uh, I didn't tell them to change how the how the uh, the the loading was needed to be done, 
And so because of it, I ended up getting about six boards that were damaged because the wind would sit there and fleck at them and broke pieces of the of the sheetrock off as I was going down. My fault. I ended up calling the boss and going, hey, I just screwed up and told him what the case was. And he said, well, all right. And he went up the, ran up the chain, knowing that there was a good chance that I was going to end up buying about six pieces of broken sheetrock. Luckily, it didn't happen. He said, uh, boss, uh, the main boss called me up and said, hey, you know what? I've done the same thing more than once. It happens. This is what you need to do. And he told me. And I took the responsibility and I took action and I'm not, I'm not going to have that problem happen again because I am, I'm not, I'm, I'm taking a, taking action. I've made, uh, and I've taken responsibility for the, for what I did wrong. Another way that you can be self-reliant is learn a skill. How say what are you lacking in? What are you depending on somebody to do? Is it to do the laundry? Well, then go learn how to do the laundry. It's not as hard as you would fear. Everybody thinks, well, you can't. You know, you can't mix these colors with these colors. What's supposed to be washed on cold? What's supposed to be washed on hot? Well, congratulations, dude. You are on a. Uh, you are have. All of the knowledge of man in the hand, in the palm of your hands. Now, granted, some of that knowledge is, is fake knowledge. Like, uh, there's some stuff in there. You just that's just yeah. It honestly makes you a little dumber. But you have the ability to access all the information you need. So, you want to know how to wash laundry? Well, go look it up. Do a search. How do you wash towels? What are considered whites? Can you wash whites and darks? Why do you not want to mix reds in with whites? You know, these are all the important questions that you can either learn the hard way by washing washing them all together or by learning up, reading up and reading and learning about it. Learn a skill will make you by far a lot more reliant upon yourself. You will be more confident in what you're able to do. And taking care of yourself again is also a way of taking responsibility for your, for yourself. You're responsible for yourself. You can be self reliant. You can be autonomous. And another way is again it falls back on with the uh, skills, but learn finance. Take care. Understand how to take care of your own finances. That's a skill that will make or break you. Literally, all of a sudden, if you don't take care of your finances, you may st- have. A hundred hundred thousand dollar a year job, and be homeless because you didn't take care of your finances. Another way you can be self reliant is understand your emotions. We, like I said before, emotions are generated by a thought. You you have a thought creates an emotion. That emotion creates an action. Action creates results. Thoughts, emotions, actions, results. We as people, so many times want to take the uh, responsibility of of understanding our emotions and give them to somebody else and expect them to control it. Having them handing a complete stranger your emotional control box just because he uh, he you know cut you off in traffic. If you think about that logically, that's a really dumb move. I mean, how many trolls do we have on the internet who love just to be able to poke a button and set people just set them off and and go off and watch these people go off into orbit and they do it just for giggles. There's a lot of people who do that. And it's a it's a 
and yet we want to go off and always hand those people our emotion uh, controls to our emotions and say, have at it, make me happy. And then you wonder why all of a sudden this person is not living up to what you wanted them to do again, because you didn't take responsibility for your own emotions. You are responsible, responsed, able, you were able to make, take, make a response, an appropriate response. Now, a lot of people are afraid of what their emotions are, especially uh, the negative ones. They, they uh, almost feel like they're going to drown in sorrow. They're going to, they're smothered in, in anxiety. They, and all this other stuff. And it's, they, because they fight it so much, their body actually starts to produce very similar emotion, uh, similar physical uh, uh, effects from like anxiety where all of a sudden they're having, they have a panic attack and they can't breathe and they feel like they're having chest pains and they think they're going to die. And in reality, no, they're not going to die. They're just, you know, they're having a panic attack because they aren't allowing their emotions to, to live out and not allowing themselves to experience the emotions. They have, don't have the emotional strength and emotion, emotional fortitude to be able to understand and handle their emotions. So when you learn, you get to understanding your emotions, you're developing, again, a new skill. Take, take responsibility for your emotions. Take control of your emotions. Take the your emotions, and you can learn from them. And because of... You become stronger from those emotional experiences that you actually become a better person, and that allows you to become more self-reliant. And finally, one of the biggest problems a lot of people have when it comes to emotions is we like to compare ourselves to other people. But comparing yourself to uh, comparing the, the game of comparison is the thief of joy. Comparing yourself to somebody else is... Never going to make you happy, all right? Because there are people who, there was a study done um, a while back where a survey was made and people were asked, would they be happy with their, with keeping what they, uh, making what they have, uh, what they normally make each year? Say, would they be happy making $80,000 a year and their their neighbor make 90,000. Most people were like, no, no, they didn't like that idea. But they were very much happy if they if they made $10,000 less than that. So if they're used to making 70,000 or 80,000, but all of a sudden they started making 70,000, but their neighbor made 60, they were happy. They were they were a lot more. They were okay with that. People always are playing the the comparison game. They would rather, a lot of people, oddly enough, would rather make less money if that meant that they had, even if they were making more money than their neighbor. To try to compare yourself to your neighbor doesn't ever work because your neighbor's going to have stuff that you're not going to have. You're going to have stuff your neighbor's not going to have. And a lot of people like who have podcasts or blogs, one of the biggest problems a lot of people have... Uh, a lot of bloggers and podcasters have is that they want to compare themselves to somebody who's in the same field, but that other person's been in the field for, you know, five extra years and they're just on their seventh, uh, seventh episode and wondering why they can't, why they're not, uh, as successful as that other person. Well, that other person didn't actually start developing a large audience for two years. 
He, you have, they don't want, a lot of people don't want to have to take the time to grind out the, uh, to do the grind to be able to get successful. And they look over and they see someone who has been in the field forever and wonder why they can't be successful as them. Well, trick is, is, yeah, you can be just as successful, if not more successful, but you have to grind it out. You have to take the time to learn all the key points to success to be able to be as as good as you want to be. So you have to stop comparing yourself. Once you stop caring about what other people think, once you stop caring about how other people uh, are, are acting, and you stop caring about uh, where people are in the timeline of their own journey, you find out that life is a lot easier, and you and and your where you're at is a, a lot is a lot better is a lot better place than what you originally were thinking you're going to be in. So, self reliance is easy uh, to get. It takes a while. It takes work, but it's not like you're breaking your back to 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 achieve this. It takes work to develop your the so the different skills that you're wanting to have, you're needing to have, you desire to have, but and making a decision not always the easiest thing in the world. But if you have a hard time, you know you can. All you have to do is you know choose one, and we obsess over what the results are going to be, and we worry about that. We stay up at uh, nights worrying about what our decisions are going to be. When in reality, it's not not really a big thing to to to, to obsess over. So, as we uh, as I'm closing this up, take your time and decide what type of how can you become more self reliant. And like I said at the beginning, it doesn't require that you stop caring for your your spouse at all. You can you can spend the time. And you can you can serve your your, and I recommend that you serve your spouse with a servant's heart. That's the, a secret to uh, to a happy marriage, right there. But don't rely on them to do everything. See where you can, can jump in to help. If you see and they're struggling with something, don't think that they're going to be only be able to do something. You've got to to see the problem, make a decision, and and take take action. If you want to change your life, you're going to have to change. You're going to have to become more self-reliant. You're going to, if you want to become a, uh, an entrepreneur, you're going to have to become more self-reliant because you're going to be the only one who's ever been in that particular field in that particular, that particular, uh, that particular, uh, point of your particular life. So you have to learn to become self-reliant. You have to get out of your shell. You have to learn to become uncomfortable. You, uh, again, we're always talking about the about being embracing the suck, and you it's it's not any fun at the moment. But the other side is where that greatest reward is. And if you're wanting to become self-reliant, you want to become you you got to go through the. Uh, through the difficulty of of the of the challenge, so there you go. So before I take off again, still got plenty of uh, uh, still got some spots open for 
the uh, camp and coach session that we're going to have over on in May 7th through the 10th. I'd love to be able to see you there. I'd love to meet some some of the listeners. So if you are wanting to come in, please go over to uh, relaxedmail.com forward slash live event and uh, sign up. I would love to see you there. There's a lot of uh, sites for uh, the camping and the three-day effect. I'll be uh, I'll be feeding you in the uh that night we're going to be having hamburgers and hot dogs one night and we're going to have uh we're going to have uh salmon another night and then uh the third night well i was actually planning on coming up with some decent sized steaks and uh and baked potatoes and we enjoy a have a great uh a great meal each time and so love to have you there love to have you join up so if you'd like to, please, again, go to relaxedmail.com forward slash live event. We'll see you there. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'll let you go so you can uh, listen to some other uh, great hosts. And we will talk to you next week. So till then, be creative. Be creative.